Welcome to Spark, a health and wellness podcast where we teach high-achieving superwomen how to put their health and happiness back on the top of the to-do list. I'm Angela Wagner, a yoga studio owner, life and wellness coach, and mama of two. And with me today is my beautiful co-host, Miss Nicole Esquino. Welcome back, my dear. Thank you. I'm Nicole Esquino. I'm a wife, a mama, a yoga teacher, many other things, and I just became a real estate agent. What? <laughs> what? Okay, you guys, welcome to the season finale. We have to catch you up on some exciting things. Uh, season two finale, it's true. Early 2020, we're ending, but we're going to come back as we always do. We just aren't exactly sure when yet, right? Welcome back. We'll be singing that when we come back, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we've gotten some great feedback from this season. I know we've had a lot of very cool guests and the guests have been really gracious and excited about sharing with their community and, and all that. So let us know which episodes you like. And that's actually what we're going to do is just chat a little bit today about some of the ones that we enjoyed from this season and especially Nicole's take because she wasn't on the podcast when we had guests. So I love to always hear your thoughts on like what you took away from the interviews. Yes, yes. I can't wait. <laughs> so first of all, I want to know what's happening with this real estate situation. So you have to tell us. So I have been, well, I had to take a little break. I kind of go hardcore into all things when I start anything. What? That's why we're, that's why we're such good friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of wore myself out like researching brokers and all this jazz. I got a little too in deep. So it was awesome. You had a project for me. So I got to step away for a little while. So now I'm just starting to dive back in with the research side of stuff and I'm coming in feeling much less stressed <laughs> than I started out. You know, you just get so excited about something and you dive in and you want to know all the things. I was like, oh, I have to like make a list. I have to make the processes. And then I just, I went overboard <laughs> basically. So now I'm going in much easier, much smoother, doing some light research, not trying to wear myself out, trying to figure out what's really going to work for me and how our family situation is right now with Fiona here with me. So anyway, I'm looking for a broker now. And then once that happens, then I'll start diving into the whole process and learning and mentoring and getting all that fun stuff. And then I'll be ready for your referrals. <laughs> Crazy. I can't, yes. I can't wait to hear how this is all going to go. So good luck I know. With I'm it. super excited. I mean, and I'm, I'm more excited now than I was before because I'm going in at a much more manageable speed because I tend to go like, let's do a 10. And so this is nice. I'm going in calm, relaxed, not trying to solve all the real estate world problems in, <laughs> you know, one sitting. So this will be good for me. It was a good break. So thank you for my project. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I always have projects. So mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody needs any side work, I'm always, uh, I'm always here to provide. But okay, so let's go over a little bit. So this season, we took a little bit of a different take, not a hugely different. It's always health and wellness. And I love actionable things you can do. But I feel like this season, we decided to go more into deep dive topics of health and wellness and to really a little bit more of education than like sort of little, little tidbits. Yeah, I agree. I think we went more from like the surface level tips of kind of things. And then we dove deeper into those tips and figured out how to really make it work like in your life, not just like, here are some things to try, but I feel like I have more tools now to how to really embed some new strategies into my world, if that makes sense. Yes, for sure. And I love that. I think because that's kind of where I've been going in my life 
and I think so much of anything when you're looking at making change, which is you know what we're always talking about is changing our habits and just making our life better, is that if you don't really have a very clear vision of why you're doing something, then none of the rest will matter because you just won't follow through. So I think the deep dive topics for me are much more profound and that if I can really understand like why I need to feed my gut differently or eat in a different way, then I'm much more likely to make that change versus just like time your food eating or whatever, you know? (laughs) No, totally. I agree. And I think coming at it from this perspective, instead of when I read something, it'll have like 18 ideas to try. So then I'm excited about all of them, but then all of a sudden I'm like 18 things to try. Like it becomes overwhelming and then you don't (laughs) actually, you don't actually start anything. So this, I really enjoyed this kind of path. It was, it really helped you focus on one thing and figure out how to make that one thing work for you. And it may not be the exact same for every person. So I thought this was nice. It kind of, I felt like it fit for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you listed on your favorites both of the episodes with Taylor, who is oh my gosh, love her dietitian. Yeah, isn't she lovely? She's such she's so great. So tell me what your takeaways were, what you loved about those episodes. So I think with her, it was just really nice to hear someone who I felt like she was on the same path with me, thinking the same kinds of things that I've always been thinking, but no one has actually ever said or told me or justified and actually gave me a path on how to implement them into my world. So I felt like she really gave a roadmap. And not only that, she also told me why. And I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. (laughs) So tell me like more specifically what you mean about the roadmap. Like her take on paleo, it's not just paleo in general, but she has a lot of things that she ties into that. So we're talking about vitamin supplements. We're talking about exercise. Like she really did the whole encompassing the wellness of the whole person versus like, let's just go paleo. And I think that's what I sometimes get stuck on. I'm like, okay, let's try paleo. But in incorporating in all the different types of supplements and looking for, I don't know, just the really, the whole holistic side of it is what got me. I was like, that's exact. That's my people. Like the people who are looking at the whole person instead of just not looking at me and like, like I'm going to the doctor for my stomach. I'm going to the doctor because I got to go to the gyno. Like I loved the idea that it was a doctor, like for me, every part of me, all of my pieces, (laughs) all the pieces together. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's the functional, the functional medicine uh, take that we did this year. I don't want to say like everybody, I think it was mainly Taylor, but then even the hypnotherapy had like a little bit of that in it as well. And so I love that because that's definitely the way that I've been going more, more towards, but again, like not taking away from specialists and conventional doctors who know so much and have helped us, but there's just so many great options to know about, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And I just, I've never heard of functional medicine until you mentioned it. So it like opened up a whole new plethora of things I wanted to read about, which I thought was just really neat. I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. Like functional medicine is just like, why isn't everybody already into this? Like, why haven't I heard about it before? Like, why aren't my doctors know about it? I just thought it was really, I like told my sister about it. I was like, dude, you need to be looking into this because she is like hardcore into this kind of topic. And I was like, this is you right here. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. So for those of you that haven't listened, 63, I believe is the first episode we did with Taylor. And that's really like common nutrition I don't want to say problems, but things that Taylor sees with her patients that are really common. So I think you can relate to that for sure. I would definitely listen to that one first. And then the second one, 
is episode 68, Treat Your Gut Right. And that one is all about the gut. And if you haven't heard, there's just a ton of research and it's very current, I'll say, (laughs) to talk about the gut because there's just so much information they're finding out about how important it is and how it relates to pretty much every part of our system. So very good information. I think everyone should listen. And those are the two we're talking about. Yeah. And number 68, let me tell me something fun about that one is when she talked about the sugar addiction side of stuff, I thought that was really neat because I don't have a sugar addiction. Like I'm one of those people, if I cut it out, I can cut it out. That's just my hardcore type A I make a rule side. I stick to the rule. But Vic like craves sugar and we don't have sugar here at the house, but like, so does my mom and my sister. So I I know like it's a deep yearning sometimes for something sugar. And I really enjoyed listening to Taylor's perspective on that about how it's not necessarily a willpower thing about like, Mm -hmm. just don't eat this because I don't have that experience where I crave it. So it was neat to hear about someone else's perspective about it, not being like, oh, you should just stop eating it. And it's that easy. So it was neat to see that tied into the gut. So pay attention to that part if you're a sugar lover. (laughs) Yeah. That was honestly one of my biggest takeaways from my stuff with her when she told me that like, I basically because I had this like high level of candida in my system, that's why I crave sugar. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it made me feel a lot better, right? Because I'm like, you know, I generally up until the last couple of years when I've gotten a little bit, my health has taken a toll. I've, I've been like you where it's like, if I decide to do something, I'm just going to do it. Like I will put the effort in and there you go. But there's so much more going on in our bodies and our brains than we realize. So don't you, it, really the bottom line is don't beat yourself up on any of it, but look for solutions and some people to support you in the process. Yeah. But I think it's just really empowering to hear that it's not just a willpower thing. Like I yes. haven't been able to quit eating sugar. So I guess I'll never be able to quit eating sugar because I just can't do it. I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're like, oh, it's too hard. I just can't do it. So I still eat sugar kind of thing. So it was neat to hear that like maybe that's not the case for you. So we need to research a little bit further and see maybe there is something deeper there. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I will say one of my favorite episodes, which this is going to sound really egotistical, was 60 and 61, which is the ones that you interviewed me on, but not because you interviewed me, but because I was so excited to share that information. And it was the detox your home, the why, and detox your home, the how. And those two episodes have really springboarded just a ton of opportunity for me to share this information. So I've been speaking to different people. I get emails and texts about it all the time. Like, is this kind of candle okay? Is it okay if I have soy? Is it okay if I have this? And then also I've been speaking to some of the doTERRA people. I did a workshop over Zoom with them and helped some of the clients understand a little bit more about like why using essential oils is so much healthier than burning a candle or using Febreze or whatever. And there's just been a lot of like mind-blowing moments for people, which is what I experienced when I started to learn it. So it's just been really fun for me to be able to share that. All that stuff I've been studying and kind of keeping quiet for so long. (laughs) Yeah, because it's not an easy topic to like share with people because it's, I mean, it's, I say it's a big change, but it's not necessarily a big change, but it is definitely something, it's a big shift. Maybe that's a better perspective on it, but those two are two of my favorite too. And I will tell you, like, I have enjoyed sharing them with my mom and some of my really close friends just telling them like, let's talk about changing your toothpaste. So like just so many little things and I buy in a totally different fashion now. Like I am using a totally different kind of cleaner. I'm using a different kind of chapstick. I've changed my 
toothpaste, I've changed the lotion and the soap that we use for Fiona. I'm like slowly as I use things, I'm phasing new things in and the results are shockingly like they're, they're, it's just so different. And I had no idea that any of that was even a thing. Does that make sense? Like there was all this knowledge and I had no idea (laughs) about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's just it, right? Like that's, what's so amazing about it is, is that so many people, most people I would say don't really have much information on it at all, or it's not even on their radar. But then when you start to learn, it's like, it can be kind of overwhelming. So I'm glad that you're able to make some small changes. Hey y'all, it's Angela here. I know you hear me talk about yoga a lot because I've been a yoga teacher and I've owned a yoga studio for quite a while. And I wanted to share some of that with you. So I have a free 60 minute power flow yoga class that I recorded in my studio on a random Tuesday night with my students. And I'm offering it to you for free so you can roll out your mat and flow with us anywhere in the world. How cool is that? So all you have to do is go to my website, angelawagner.com, click on yoga, and download the free class. See you on the mat. So tell me, what have the results been? Because we haven't talked about that. Oh, man. So we got the toothpaste that you recommended for us. This is a silly one. This is like my favorite one. It doesn't taste like toothpaste, <laughs> which is what, so which silly. One, which one is it? Oh, it's the. It's right. called Schmitz. Schmitz. Oh, Schmitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have never like loved the mintiness of toothpaste. And so like just the taste alone is like a game changer for me, but I love it also because it's safe for Fiona to use. And I can give her a little bit because I wasn't like using toothpaste with her because I mean, like all this stuff that's in there. So it's awesome to be able to, she can actually use it and it tastes really good. So, and the results have been exactly the same that I had with my previous toothpaste. Like there is no difference in the quality of the product. Like I went and got my teeth cleaned recently. That's probably why the toothpaste one's on my mind. But I told her I switched to, you know, a natural toothpaste and she was like, oh, well, you're doing great. And I was like, perfect. Like it just confirmed for me that I made a good decision switching, you know? Oh yeah. So I have a really funny story I haven't shared with you. This, I guess if we were doing sucky moment of the week, this could be one, but I was doing my exercises for my brain work that I'm doing. And if if you're curious about that, you can check my Instagram out, the Angela Wagner, because I've been posting a little bit more about that. But I, so I was doing that. And when I do that, I have to go in a room and like, you know, not let the kids bother me, which is really hard because they always come in. So John was on dad, serious dad duty and the kids were doing quiet time. Instead of taking a nap, they go in their rooms and we generally don't let them play with each other for this exact reason. And then we remembered after that we need to uphold that rule. So John goes in there when they're doing, quote, quiet time. So they have like a Jack and Jill set up. So they have bathrooms in between and that connects their bedrooms. Mind you, Zoe's three and a half, Luke is five and a half, just for those that don't know. And first of all, their hair is like, like spiked up crazy goop all over it. So I have now luckily, like, let's just say, <laughs> thank God I use all natural products. The styling gel that I bought when Luke was like a baby, because I think at his first haircut or something, someone convinced me to buy it. They took like half of the jar. This stuff is so sticky. You need like a dime size, right? (laughs) All over their hair, all over the counters, sink, you name it, everywhere, right? (laughs) Then they took the lotion, and luckily it's doTERRA baby lotion, so it's really mild, and they emptied out pretty much the whole thing, lotion everywhere. And then they each took an entire tube of toothpaste and ate it. 
shut the front door. <laughs> Did you not? So they love the toothpaste. So I buy, and I'll link to it. I buy this stuff called Jack and Jill and it's, it's obviously super clean and it's like banana. And then there was one that's strawberry. And like, I had just, I never let them now. Like I try not to let them squeeze it out because they use so much $6 a tube and it's a tiny tube. So I'm like, listen, you little stinkers. <laughs> so they down it and I'm like, okay, you're going to get a tummy ache. They never had a tummy ache at all. And the entire bottle, both tubes were completely gone and they were brand new. And so I'm like, okay. I was like, and so I kept saying to Luke, if we used Crest or we used conventional, you guys would probably be in the hospital right now. I mean, like. But isn't that so like mind blowing? (laughs) I mean, it's a wild, it just blows my mind that that's a possibility. But if they consumed it, like how detrimental that could be to their health. I mean, I love it. Hashtag adventures of Luke and Zoe. I know you have to be careful with kids, but that's also just a great example. Like, because that's what kids do. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't watch them all the time. And if I had had conventional lotion and conventional styling products, I mean, they would have just been bathing in this stuff. And even Mm -hmm. like the kids were over at my mother-in-law's, this was a couple months ago and she was letting them use nail polish. And, you know, she thought that it was safe nail polish because it was like from this place where they allow kids. But again, you you cannot, it's not. (laughs) And so Luke, it's been probably two months. I still can't get, there's like this little bit of blue on his toenail. I still can't get it off. And I borrowed my mom's like super toxic nail polish remover and everything. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. So no more nail polish. No more nail polish. (laughs) Yeah. Were there pictures of this incident? Because I feel like that would have been amazing. Well, there might be. I know my mother-in-law has a really funny one of her hand that Zoe painted. She Instead of painting her nails, she painted like each finger and awesome. it's really funny. So she probably does have some. Uh, no, but what about the toothpaste? No. Oh. no, I like, because by the time I got in there, cause I was doing my rounds, like John was so good. He didn't let me know about any of this. And then I came out and I was like, wow, they've already had a bath. And <laughs> he was like, well, we had a bath because, so it was already done and over by the time I got out. Oh, kudos to John. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So big shout out to my husband. He gets like a big 10 for that one. So yeah. Anyway, so even more of a reason to use non-toxic products. Because you know, that kind of stuff happens all the time. (laughs) I know. Oh my God. I know. I'm like, I'd love to think that like, it's unusual to eat toothpaste, but I don't think it probably is for kids. No, for for sure not. I'm pretty sure on the label, it tells you like, make sure it's a pea size, even though it's non-toxic. Like it'll tell you, you know, you still use a small amount, but Fiona loves it. We use this like lime flavored one and I'm like, okay, that's enough. I could totally see her going back for more though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I know obviously like they make that non-toxic with in mind that, and I think they're supposed to make the regular stuff too with it in mind that you're going to swallow a little bit, but it does stay mm-hmm. on there. Don't swallow. And I know for what sure. the ingredients are. So I'm like, yeah, that's not safe. To don't swallow. swallow for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't swallow. All right. Mm-hmm. So you also wrote down that you really enjoyed the all things stress podcast with Tom Allen. That is, I'm trying to, what number was that one? Let's see. It's all things stress was 62. Two. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember. So many podcasts. Well, first I just love Tom. I love his voice and I find, <laughs> I find his perspective just very, very soothing. And I think probably my biggest takeaways from him, uh, just in general, mental health, taking care of yourself, self-care. But I loved the whole take on boredom and stress like stress gets a really negative rap and there are some ways 
I mean, there's a lot of ways how stress is beneficial to your body. Like we have that trigger for a reason, you know, like going back to like nature and that whole concept. And I think that was just a new perspective for me. I don't think I've ever really thought about like how stress is really beneficial for you. Just like your fight or flight is very, like you need stuff. <laughs> but a lot of times I just think about how to calm it all down and always trying to fix it instead of really focusing on like, why is it happening? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of really good information in that one. So that one is 62. And then we kind of went back in time to season one and went through a few that we both really loved. And I think like one of our all-time favorite is Sarah Reardon, the vagina whisperer. Oh my gosh. I love, love, love her. She's the funniest person ever. I know. She really, she really is. But that one is, she's it's obviously about women's health and the vagina. Uh, she's a pelvic floor physical therapist. I'm trying to look in our sheet to see what number that one is. Do you know by chance? Uh, number 34. Found it. Ooh, good call. I love it. Yeah. Okay, 34. It will make you giggle for sure, but it's also just really informative. And then another one of my favorites from last season is number 43, and that's Danae Barahona of Simple Families. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. If you have children, she is she'll change your world on toys and her thing is minimalism, but I kind of like the whole just less, like if, if the minimalism word stresses you out, like she's just really more all about less and that's just beautiful for everybody. Kids or no kids. It's just a beautiful concept. Yeah. Simplifying everything. We also did an episode of 51 that was New Year's of last year, I guess, or maybe the year before. I don't know, but it's New Year's diet and fitness. So that one might be a good one to review at this point because that's like really timely. But you and I talked a little bit about some ideas and some things for the new year, which I always love. And then of course, the next two, we did our clutter series part one and two, which we could literally do a podcast, I think, just on that. Don't you? Oh my goodness. Yes. Let's talk. Let's talk about those. (laughs) I love it. But this is also timely ones. This is a good time of year to kind of go back and revisit the clutter episodes for sure. Just to kind of, you're already in that like fresh, clean restart mode. So I think that's a really good time to dive into clutter and simplifying and figuring out like what you want your home space to look like. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And it was funny. I went, I went back a couple weeks ago and listened to those. It's, it's, I love listening to old episodes. And I was, we were talking about like, well, why is it that at, at the new year, we always get this like bug to do it. And mm-hmm. you know, we talked about how like after Christmas, there's just so much excess. And I know for me too, like when we put up the Christmas decor and all that, or whatever holiday you celebrate and there's the lights outside at the time, it feels so festive and awesome. But then there's like, there's just a point where I just hit and I'm like, I'm done with it all. Like I just want it all gone. And I think it's cause like you wake up Christmas morning and there's just gifts and wrapping. And then that just like adds to the feeling of clutter. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. Plus there's new stuff coming into your home with presents and you've got to figure out where, where are these things going to live? And then you, I think it's kind of just a natural, some things have to come out in order for these new things to go in. So I think it's a natural kind of, I don't know, progression following Christmas for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's a lot of cultures too that uh, celebrate the new year with like a complete Mm -hmm. cleaning and I love that idea too. Yeah. It just makes it feel fresh, like a fresh start. I feel like that's a nice clean slate for you, but you can do that any time of the year. Like people do it in the spring when it's like that spring cleaning time. But I I think you can get a fresh start anytime if you want to declutter, but always nice to do at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I mean, I really, any of this habit change, it gets all of the health 
and wellness stuff gets more focused in January because just mentally people are more open to it and prepared. Mm-hmm. But I will say that, yes, any time of the year. And that's like, so with a lot of the, or I shouldn't say a lot of, but excuse me, what I'm going through with this brain retraining program, I'm supposed to do 60 minutes of these exercises every day. And it's just been such a challenge for me to commit to the full 60 minutes every day. And mm-hmm. so I finally just like, put it out there. Cause I realized like I had a meeting with one of my coaches and that's helping me through the process. It was last week. And I realized I was in that mental space of like, Oh, it's almost the new year. And then I was like, well, I can't put this off till the new year. This, this is different. And then I thought, well, everything should be different. Like there was only 21 days left in the year. I realized from that day, which was sort of crazy. Cause we always talk about like 21 days to create a habit, which I think it's really more like 90, but there's just a lot of research and a lot of people talk about how at least 21, 21 mm-hmm. days in a row will get you on the correct path to making it a habit. And so, you know, I thought like how easy it is, is it for all of us, those last 21 days of the year or the last month or even the last two months to just throw them out and think, okay, well, I'll just start in January. And it mm-hmm. was like, why? Like, oh, I'm going to throw away two, three full weeks of my life. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. No, totally. I loved it. When I saw you post it, I thought it was the greatest idea ever because I think it's very easy to be like, oh, I'll just start in January. Like there's this magic shift that happens in January and like suddenly you've got all your stuff together and you're going to be able to nail all these goals. So I think it was beautiful to wait. To, we're not wasting. We're not waiting. We're going to dive right in and take care of it now. I like that. Yeah. And like that whole idea of throwing your life away, you know, like I'm going to wish in this case, it's not wishing your life away, but it's like, well, I'm just going to discount the next however long, just because it's a certain time of the calendar. Like that's when you really think about that logically, it makes no sense. It's like, why would we do that? But we do. It's the way we're conditioned, right? Mm -hmm, For sure. Well, you rationalize yourself out of it, but it's kind of like, well, why not do it now? Like you've got time make it happen. Like there's no magic that happens in January. So like, why not take that time for yourself now? I love it. Yes. Yes. And if you can do it when it's a busy season and there's more, like if you can do it in a time where mentally not everyone else is doing it, then you can easily do it at a time when everyone else is kind of in that same mode. Like, you know, like if you can train yourself to be able to do the good habits anytime, it's so much better than having it be conditional. So the other thing that I think is so helpful. One of my coaches said, and I'm like, I know this. I mean, I'm a health and wellness coach, but she said like this practice that I do is called DNRS and I'll post in the notes if anybody's curious. She's like, you can't fit this into your life. You have to fit your life into this. And I was like, okay. Oh, that was chill worthy right there. <laughs> yeah. And she even said to me, cause I was, I'm just going through a lot of transitions and stuff with my yoga studio right now, which is always the case, right? It's just a business. So there's just always transitions. And she said, if your priority right now is your studio, that's fine. But I think your priority is your health. Cause at first when she said that, I was like, well, of course my priority is my studio, but it's like, no, it can't be like, it's always been that. And that's why my health is one of the reasons my health isn't where it needs to be. So a lot of these just like little things hopefully will help trigger some of you guys or inspire you when you're trying to make a change, whatever it is, right? Because we use these, we have this mental conversation or convincing of ourselves or like in this one, I always think of Gretchen Rubin when she talks about the loopholes and one is like Mm -hmm. the tomorrow loophole Mm -hmm. where you're like, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. And that's kind of the same thing of like in December being like, I'll do that in January, you know? Mm -hmm. No, totally. I think that's very 
that's like one of those things you're going to like hear it again later and it's going to make more sense. And then it's going to sit with you and you're going to be like, oh, that's going to be one of those. That one should be a quote. Quote marks. Which one? Oh, yeah. That, the <laughs> whole concept of, I forget people can't see me. When I'm, the whole concept of the tomorrow, like the tomorrow loop that Gretchen Rubin talks about, but just you talking about how you have to figure out what the priority is because there's always going to be, there's always other priorities, but like, what's the top one? I think that word gets thrown around really loosely too. priority. Like we need to, priority means like number one, what are the other things you have to take care of? But priority is like the top. What is it? You got to figure that out. Mm. Yeah. And so often what we say is our priority is not followed by the actions. So mm-hmm. there was another quote I saw where it was something like, I can't remember, but it was something to the effect of like, we are our actions or like our life is our actions. And it was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it's not what we're thinking, right? Like I'm thinking I want to eat healthy. I'm thinking I'm going to do 60 minutes of these exercises. I'm thinking all these things. I have this great intention, but what actually matters and what we're, people will remember us by is what we actually do. And that should be our priorities. Yeah. I love that. Instead of an idea of something, like what are you doing about that idea? That's ah, groundbreaking right there. Woo. And on that note, we will leave you with this season two. <laughs> uh, this has been so much fun. I get so much life when I work with you and I love our podcast. So I hope our listeners have enjoyed Oh my gosh. Well. Me too. I hope you guys love it. And give us more ideas because this is just so much fun. I feel like diving deeper has been so good for us. And I think we're able to share with more people and connect with more people from this avenue. So I love it. So keep them coming, people. Yeah. And so look out for us. Hopefully we'll be back um, in the spring. We might put up a few random things here and there, but we'll, we'll see. So I hope you guys have an awesome beginning of 2020 and to health and happiness. Cheers. Cheers. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes and we know you do, please do us an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends. You can find the show notes at AngelaWagner.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Angela Wagner and Nicole. I'm at Nicole Esquino, E-S-Q-U-I-N-O. Is it Nicole dot Esquino? Oh, I just changed it recently. I dropped the dot, girl. <laughs> Ooh, you got the full. Oh, I didn't I know. I did. This. I tried to get it beforehand. This is so up topic, but I tried to get it beforehand and I couldn't get it, but for some reason it let me get it. So I dropped the dot. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, well, news flash, Nicole's has changed. <laughs> Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.